0: plants podcast i am your certified plant-based nutritionist ryan and uh, let's see mainly plants on social media at mainly plants Uh, ryan at mainlyplants.com. if you have any questions comments concerns if you want to uh, reach out and tell me what you want me to talk about on the next podcast um, anything really that's on your mind feel free to reach out Um, if you haven't subscribed already to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it to. uh, Please go ahead and do that. It takes literally half a second. And if you haven't written review, take the 10 seconds it takes to write that also. Helps me out a ton, honestly. Um, We were not on Spotify for a long time. Uh, Used to be. I don't know what happened. I checked it. I was no longer on there. I put myself back on there. So now the Mainly Plants podcast is on Spotify. Again, if you want to listen to it there. Uh, should be everywhere else. I know it's on Apple Podcasts, and then uh, all the, the the minor sites kind of uh, feed from there, so it should be everywhere. But if you're not listening to it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you're still living in like 2007. So, um, that being said, I have a little bit of a stuffy nose. Uh, I was getting sick. I think if something's going around. I'm sure you all have realized it. Everybody is either getting over being sick or currently sick, and it's all the same. It's the same symptoms. Um, I, I staved it off for as long as I possibly could, finally came down with a little bit of a nose thing, Uh, but I feel pretty good. I just have a a stuffy nose. So if you hear me sniffing, that's why, and apologies. Um, let's see, a little more housekeeping. Um, I, ooh, there is going to be an event. If you are local in the Phoenix area, there's going to be an event towards the end of March. Right now we're targeting March 24th. Um, downtown at this pizzeria place called Il Bosco. I've never, never eaten there myself. Um, but the, the owners are uh, going to be generous enough to put a little something on. Um, I am co-hosting the event. Uh, it's going to be awesome. There's going to be vendors, there's going to be dogs, there's going to be pizza. Um, and there is a vegan pizza there with vegan cheese. So, uh, If you do live here or you plan on being out here around that time, uh, keep listening to the podcast and check my social media because I will be posting about it. I will be talking about it here as well um, once we kind of have stuff nailed down, but I do kind of want to get you all thinking about that. So towards the end of March, it's going to be a fun Sunday. Weather should be fantastic. Um, There's a big outside area um, as well. So uh, looking forward to that. I'm very excited. It's a lot of work um, and we are kind of... uh, tossing around ideas and getting things going with it. Um, That being said, let's get into it. So a few weeks ago, I said uh, I talked about sleep. And in the sleep, if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it. Um, It's important to listen to that one before this one. I discussed briefly cortisol. And I told you all that I'd be getting more into cortisol um, on a, a, a podcast coming up soon. This is that podcast. We're talking about cortisol. Um, so what is cortisol? It is a, a steroid hormone and it's produced by your adrenal glands and it is a regulator in our bodies, right? So not only does it influence our metabolism and it helps control uh, inflammation, but it also plays a key role in our sleep wake cycle. Okay. Um, it is, it is most well known, um, because of its role with stress, right? It it controls our fight or flight, fight or flight response in terms of stress. Now, elevated cortisol levels over long periods of time are not good for you. Um, they can they can wreak havoc on your body. Um, th- there are so many undesirable side effects that come with high cortisol levels, including weight gain, um, particularly around your midsection, but also disruptions in your sleep patterns. It can fuck up your immune system. It puts you more at risk for chronic diseases like heart disease and diabetes. And cortisol really does set this stage for these hosts of of negativity, of, of bad bodily function. I just a little as an aside. I I deal with high cortisol levels. Um, I for a long time uh, you've heard me talk about it ad nauseum. I'll say it again. I had terrible sleep for a long time. Um, my cortisol levels were very high. Uh, for a long time, I was trying to regulate it with just a cortisol manager, uh, which helped a, a bit, but it's it, it really didn't it really didn't take its effect. Or I should say my, my cortisol really didn't lower until I got my hormones squared away. And it was the type of thing where I would wake up. First of all, I had trouble falling asleep. It took me forever to fall asleep. And I would wake up untold amounts of times during the night. And my, I, as soon as I woke up, my brain would start racing. It's the fight or flight response. So I got my hormones squared away. Uh, I take an adrenal support daily, morning and afternoon, And uh, along with my hormone medication. And I I manage my stress as best as I can. I also take a microdose of lithium, which helps with that. Uh, It's over the counter. It's not as scary as it sounds. And my cortisol level went from being over double the upper limit of what it should be to being within the normal limit, which is fantastic. And I can always tell my cortisol is spiking because my sleep gets screwy. I sleep very, very well. I fall asleep. I stay asleep. If I wake up, I'm back to sleep in a second. And, and when that gets thrown off, I it's very easy for me to tell. Uh, for example, I was not taking my adrenal support for a while. I was going through a stressful period a couple months ago. Eh, maybe longer than a couple months ago. Two, uh, maybe th- yeah, two, three months ago. And I my sleep was all fucky. I knew my cortisol levels were high. I uh, got my blood tested as I do every three to six months. They were very high. They shot back. My cortisol levels shot back up. Got back on my adrenal support. And by the way, if you want to know which adrenal support, email me. Um, And I can let you know which one I take. It's just two pills morning and night. Or morning and afternoon. Uh, And within about, I would say, three or four days of being back on the adrenal support, my sleep started to get back on track. So it's very easy to... It's it can be very easy to get your your cortisol levels and your adrenals back on track to where you are getting good sleep. And like I mentioned, there's also cortisol managers. Uh, I have a great one that I can recommend to you. Uh, you take it at bedtime when you want to start winding down, usually 30, 30 minutes before you intend to close your eyes and go to sleep. And it helps suppress the cortisol production at night. So you see, we... We In our caveman brain, we are wired to be on the lookout for predators hunting us in the jungle or wherever we are. That's why, side note, when it's raining outside, there's a reason you sleep better. It's because our caveman brain knows that generally predators don't hunt when it's raining. So you're safe. We still have that within us. But since we're no longer caveman, cavemen and women running around, Um, trying to evade predators and, and whatnot, because we lead generally very comfortable lives, our brains look for other reasons to create that fight or flight. It's part of us. And sometimes it does it at inappropriate times, being nighttime. So we need to get back on track with regulating our cortisol levels so that we can get good sleep, so that we don't have these chronic diseases and disorders within our body. So how do we do that? Well, um, one of the things you can do, as well as the things I just listed off, are regular exercise. It, It is a potent ally in cortisol regulation, and it does help ensure quality sleep. You can also incorporate relaxation techniques like meditation and deep breathing, not just at bedtime, but throughout your day. Um, it, you know it's it's easy to kind of go through, go throughout your day, stress your, your ass off and then at bedtime or at nighttime, try and wind down. but it's much better for your body if you try to keep those levels at bay throughout the day. I know it's hard. I know some of us have jobs that don't us allow don't allow us to do this, but as best as you can, whether it be you know in the morning or on your lunch break or your 15 minute coffee break or whatever it is, if you can take five minutes and recenter, you can, if, you, if you can do that like four or five times a day before uh, evening time when you get your main one in, it'll help you a lot. Staying connected, staying grounded, staying mindful throughout the day really helps a lot. Um, a, a balanced diet, and this is where whole food plant-based comes into play, is really a cornerstone in helping to control your cortisol levels. It's so important. Your body needs proper nutrients to function well, and part of that functionality is regulating your hormones. And it it transcends, you know, just alleviating your stress, right? This it, really is an investment into your well being, because balanced cortisol levels also contribute to enhanced mental health, and mental health is. Can, uh, uh, I just completely shat the bed. Um, <laughs> mental health is so closely related. That's what I couldn't get out a second ago. I don't know, I just had like a little mini stroke. It's so closely related to your immune system and it goes both ways. Your mental health affects your immune system and your immune system affects your mental health. But it affects all that and your cognitive performance and like I said, chronic diseases and disorders. It really... Managing your cortisol is really about safeguarding long-term health and vitality. Ooh, my nose is stuffy. I, I constantly have that feeling in there that I need to sneeze. I'm sure I sound a little nasally, but man, it's very annoying. Um, but back to cortisol. You know, the, like uh, this. This all ties into sleep, right? We've I've been mentioning this throughout the course of this podcast. An elevated cortisol disrupts your sleep and that creates a cycle of poor sleep, which in turn elevates your cortisol. So when you have bad sleep, your cortisol levels raise naturally. And when your cortisol levels rage, or raise, and rage, raise, you get bad sleep. It is this doom cycle of negativity. So if you can break that by like I said, being mindful throughout the day and, and, you know, very importantly, calming yourself before bed and establishing a good bedtime routine like I talked about on the, on the sleep podcast, the sleep episode a few weeks ago, and reducing your screen time before bed and not watching the news and not talking about things that upset you. Um, it, it will really, really help your sleep quality and it'll keep your cortisol levels lower and um, If you can start to do this two hours before bedtime, that's the best. So that means after dinner, generally for most people, after dinner, do not turn the news on. Do not discuss politics. Do not discuss uh, what's going on in the world right now if if they're negative things. What you want to talk about is what vacation would you like to take or read a, a good book or watch a funny movie or call a friend or whatever it is. Happy things that put you in good moods. You know, lower your cortisol levels. And not only does it lower your cortisol levels and, and give you better sleep, it will make you sleepy. I know a lot of us struggle with getting sleepy before bed. I know I do. So if you can do that, it, it, they all tie together. Um, very, very important. So, you know, I guess the, the the key takeaways that I want you to take from this podcast is is really – you know you don't really need to to worry about what cortisol is just what it does right cortisol or i should say high cortisol levels equal shitty sleep equals lower uh, lower functioning immune system equals you know uh, heart disease equals uh, diabetes equals a whole host of garbage and if you cut all that down if you trim the fat on that all you need to do is lower your cortisol levels, and we discuss how to do that, right? And and it would even be beneficial to revisiting, God, um, what was that episode where I talked about uh, self care? If you can go back and and listen to the self care episode, all those things help lower your cortisol levels. Most of us most of us don't realize how high our cortisol levels are, and this is another reason why you need to go get blood tests. Yearly, if not more frequently, but at the the bare minimum yearly. Raise your hand if you haven't gotten a blood test in the last 365 days. And if that's you, schedule your appointment. Ask for a full hormone panel, including cortisol, full lipid panel, um, and then, you know, whatever else you want in there. Uh, I recommend, you know, inflammation. And uh, if you can do micronutrients, that helps also. It uh, can get pricey sometimes. Doctor or insurance doesn't cover that, um, but you know uh, CBC, you know, complete blood count, all that kind of stuff, all the general stuff. But but which they'll usually just do regardless. But typically you have to tell them that you want full hormone panel including cortisol, you know, and, and testosterone and estrogen and estradiol. No matter if you're a guy or girl, we all have those hormones, um, as well as full lipid lipid panel which is like your cholesterol and triglycerides and stuff like that. Um, you know, if they say you don't need it, insist. You need to be your own advocate. I think that's all I have to say about cortisol. If I missed anything, if you have questions about anything, please uh, shoot me a direct message on on Instagram, at mainlyplants, or shoot me an email, ryan at mainlyplants.com. And until next week, go eat a salad.